Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Um, okay, so I went shopping yesterday and uh, had to do some errands. Ran into Aldi, okay? I went to go get some Did you bring a quarter? produce. I didn't have to because people are starting to leave quarters in the carts. They are. They're just like nice people everywhere. So that's great. Interesting. And then, so I go in, I get what I need. And uh, all women know out there that you need some uh, spare pads. Okay. You keep them in your car. I keep them over here. I keep them in my purse. You never know when you need a pad to bide your time until you can take care of the situation. Right. So I saw that they had them there. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to pick some of these up. They're very affordable. And I walk out to my car and I see this girl. She's got this fur hood on and she's just kind of like walking slumped over talking to people all over the parking lot. So I was bracing myself to grab a dollar, whatever. Like she needed money. Like she was asking them for money. And she comes up to my car. I have the hatchback open. I'm loading my groceries and she is so quiet. And I said, what's that? And she's like, I don't want to bother you, but I, I'm not asking for money. I'm just wondering if you have a tampon or a pad. And I was like, actually I do. I had bought two packs. So I was like, I do. Yes. She goes, I only have like a dollar seventy, and I'm trying to get a few more bucks so I could go to the Dollar Tree and just get a box for the rest of the week. And I'm like, this is so upsettingly sad. This is so sad to me that she can't just like go in somewhere and get some. Such we a have basic no control. Human need too. Like, I, I, you know, the United States is one of the only countries that doesn't provide you an allowance yeah. for basic human food. All I hygiene. picture is this poor girl walking around with wadded up toilet paper in her underwear because she can't afford oh, that is sad. tampons and pads. I give her a whole pack of pads. I'm like, this is a new one. Normally you give change or like a sandwich to somebody. And I give her a pack of pads. She looked like she was going to cry. And you know she's not scamming. Like, I know everybody's radar is up when somebody comes up to you and asks for money, right? Yeah. It, it just be, because there are some people that have scammed you, and so your radar is up. But this, you know this isn't a scam. This is a, oh, oh my God, I got to help this person. Thing. I just had a lump in my throat. I'm like, what a spot to be in as a homeless woman or somebody that doesn't have any money at all. I think about that with diapers, too. It's like if you're one of those parents out there living paycheck to paycheck and you just can't afford even diapers for your kids and maybe you're trying to make one diaper stretch and so they have to sit in their soiled diaper and it's just like so what, what you the gave hell? her a, a box of pads is that what you said I gave her a, well it was like a package of pads and okay. I'm like she's like the whole thing and I'm like yes take the whole thing so I'm no expert on feminine hygiene but don't you think she would have she been more in need of a box of tampons right would would have been it, it would have been a different move or a better move if you I'm not saying you didn't do the right thing but would have it been better for her if you had gave her $10 and she got got a box of tampons um no she asked for either or so okay. I mean women go either or I mean even if you do prefer the pawns if you have a pad it doesn't even matter it's it's one or the other you're in a tough spot and she was. And I'm like, I just started thinking, where where are we going wrong? Well, you did when, the right thing. You're you're going right. You're, you what, steered it in the right direction. That's fine. But, like, when is this going to change? Is this ever going to change? Probably not for the U.S. Because we're money grubbers. You know, and I, I don't know the fir- why. The first thing you got to do is you got to figure out how much it would cost. How it cost our health care system. You know what I mean? Like, if, I, man, how is that not happening? Well, there's got to be some kind of a bill I out don't there. Know. Like, how, how do we get so many pieces of legislature through 
but we can't get your health care to cover your tampons. Yeah. How much, I do, how much do you think a year? Know. Somebody do the math real quick for us and text me what you think it would cost a woman per year for feminine hygiene. Just just baseline it. I mean, I'm so, going to say for me, so what do you got? One, one, you $80. Got a, $80 a year. Oh, it's got to be more than that. Nope. It's $80 a year. So, so what do you got? Probably 14 weeks, 14 weeks a year. Yeah, I didn't know we were going to do math. About well, I'm just going to say it's got to, So what's a box of tampons cost you? 14 weeks a year. Well, I mean, because it's not every four weeks like clockwork, right? Is it, It's a little um, bit For some it is, but it, it's, like it's like 25 days. Five days a month for me. Okay, so five days. Uh, okay, so what's a box of tampons cost you? It would be $6. But now they're going up even more. And depending on how you react, you might need the organic. And now you're up into the nines got, and the tens uh, and the elevens. It's wild, but I know we've talked about this before, but yesterday was just really sad to me that another sister out there is all over the place Let's do it at worrying bucks. about that. 100 bucks a chick. And when, when, did, when did you get your first? Uh, I, we're done. No, just, but I just want to, because how many? Everyone's there's, different. There's going to be, but let's just say you're 12. 12, all right. Uh, say 12 to, 50, 12 to 49, Okay. So that's going to be 1.8. Am I sing the period song? Always? Yes, please. I have my period. It's so uncomfortable. Men don't appreciate uh, us. So it's going to cost. It's going to cost about ten billion dollars a year <laughs> in the United States. That's my rough math. Ten billion dollars a year to make sure that feminine hygiene uh, at your dollar. Yeah. Price. I mean, some people are probably a little bit more extravagant with their. Wants and needs. Could and you get a better one? You, is some it people. better if you spend more? Is it better well, it's, quality? It's, it's, is that what you're okay, asking? Okay, I'm dri- you're driving a Ford Focus or you're driving a Maserati. Does it? Is there that big of a difference in one? No, obviously I got my next? pads at Aldi yesterday, so I really don't care as long as it's doing the trick. Uh, tell everybody what you were talking about on Monday at the gym that you noticed. So, and I noticed that your sons do it, but they tuck their socks yeah. into their sweatpants. I don't know when this started again. I don't. What do you mean again? Oh, I did this when I was in high school. You did not. Yeah, yeah when I was uh, probably uh, junior high, high school. This was a th- I never really, really did it that much. I was more into rolling the pants or pinning the pants. Yeah. But uh, I know that some <laughs> people in my high school would tuck their pants yeah. into their socks. It was a thing. And it's not because it's, it's winter and yeah. you don't want to get wet feet. It's they a fashion it. statement. I know. And their pants are so tight and their shorts are so short right now. It is hilarious. It makes me just cringe because I used to think I knew what was cool in high school and, and I didn't. I remember I had to go undercover one time to bust this drug ring in a high school that was like, everyone thought it was straight laced, but that's where all the drama and the trouble was coming from. And so when I hooked up with one of my friends who was trying to make it in the the uh, law enforcement world, he just wasn't quite there. So he was working like the the street beat on his bike and he felt really bad about it. So I was like, hey, listen, I have an undercover project that we're going on. And we go back to this high school and I remember getting out of the car and thinking you got to single strap it. Everyone's double strapping it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, what a bunch of losers. Yet I'm the one single strapping it like in the 90s thinking I was the one that was cool and everyone was like into health and wellness where back in the day I was like, we got to get behind the portables and grab a smoke, uh, you hold know, on real and- quick. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's going on? What can we do for you? 
Um, are you guys talking about 21 Jump Street? Yeah! <laughs> I keep choosing movies where I was a cop, and it's well known <laughs> I was never a cop. <laughs> Before we go to sleep, my wife and I have got this little routine, and uh, we'll try and get in. I know you're not supposed to watch television in your bedroom, but we do. And so I'll lay there and I'll usually try and watch like 15 or 20 minutes of something that is just mind numbing so that I don't like have this whole bunch of, you know, mind. I used to watch stuff like uh, I remember watching This Is Us before going to bed and waking up feeling so horrible. Yeah. So now I watch like Impractical Jokers or Main Cabin Masters or have you watched Log Cabin Living yet? Mm, No, I haven't. These people that uh, go to buy these super awesome big ass expensive log cabins. It's really awesome. They go shopping for them. Yeah. And they see three of them and they decide on one, right? So last night, and here, here's what happens. I go, Trish, I got to shut down. And usually what she does is she likes to watch like an episode of Friends after okay. that to wind down and then she'll read. And she got so mad at me last night because I couldn't, we've been doing this routine for years now. I can't remember what channel Friends is on. So I just hand her the remote. Yeah. It makes her so mad. She's like, you screwed up all the time. I'm like, how do I remember what what channel Friends is on at 10:30 at night? Yeah, and so I was I started thinking to myself, what's one thing your spouse always gets wrong? I don't know what channel Friends is on. What's one thing Derek always gets wrong? I have been married to him for a le- we're coming up on our 12th in June or July, and okay, so maybe I never get that one. I wonder right. what you get wrong. But he can never find his way to my parents' house. Like, he has to put it into GPS. It's literally from our house, two turns that you have to make. And they haven't moved since you've been married. They haven't moved since I was seven. So I was like, he always like, oh, do I turn by Casey's or do I turn after Casey's? I'm like, you have taken him down to my parents' house I hundreds of times. And he so he's when you very guys bad at go together, will you drive then just to avoid this? I drive this? everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I asked people on Facebook, what's one thing your spouse always gets wrong? Right away, Alyssa, my height. Okay. Gene mm. was married 25 years. He never remembered my birthday. Oh, no. It was two days after his. Wow. Kai said clothing size, either way too big or way too small. One dress, my mom, daughter, and myself all got into it at the same time. It was so big. Uh, okay. Emily, my birthday. He forgot That's it. a bad one. He forgot it one year. And he noticed everyone was posting wishes on my Facebook page. I was sitting oh. right next to him when he noticed it. The look on his face was priceless. I mean, it was about 10 in the morning. But still, it could have been a whole lot worse. It really can't. If they forget your birthday. Yeah. How bad could it get? So I wanted to ask you real quick as you're listening this morning. Will you text or call? But what is one thing your spouse never gets right? For Kat, directions to <laughs> my mom and dad's house. Uh, hundreds of times we've been there. Hundreds. And my wife is perfect, so I, there's nothing that she never, ever gets right. Really? Do you want to say she's, what you said off here? No, she's on her way back from the gym right okay. now, so I All can't right. say it. When I heard this audio, I thought it was really interesting because you told me something about someone that we know who does not plan to give their kids any of their money. No, he's like, I'm spending it here. Yeah. Uh, I'm teaching my kids how to be financially independent and not wait for an inheritance. And I was like, dang. I know. You guys guys are much more generous than that. But Marie Osmond, she's made a ton of money throughout her career, right? And uh, she's like, I'm going to die with that money. Why would you enable your child 
to not try to be something. I don't know anybody who becomes anything if they're just handed money. I worked hard and I'm going to spend it all and have fun with my husband. I love them to learn. You don't love something if you don't earn it. Yeah. And so even when they're when they get their first car, you pay for half of it. Get a job. That is very true. However, if I had her money, I would if they had a great money making idea and they had a business plan oh, be an and they could come to me, yeah. I would be an investor and therefore I'd have all this mailbox money coming back to me. So and their loan that they would pay off. So she should get maybe a little bit more wise to that idea. But I have one kid and I will be leaving him money. I want him to still love me. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know. I want him to have fun with it. And I want him to spend that money after I'm gone. And every time he does, maybe he goes on vacation with that money. And he's like, wow, thanks mom and dad for so, this amazing vacation to paradise. When my parents had passed, um, they did a pretty good job of, of kind of setting my sister and I up with leaving us, you know, the way to sell the house and they had invested a bunch. And so like when, we go to our cabin every summer. Like that was money that we, we bought that with that property with, with a lot of the money that my mom had left us. Yeah. And so I think about that all the time. So there's kind of a, that's kind of what you were talking about. It's kind of a cool little legacy, but I'm going to be honest. I think I'm probably more in line to think about leaving money in my grandchildren's name mm-hmm. versus my kid's name. It's very important to me. And again, everyone goes down their different path, but it is very important to me that my kids get a very good education post high school. That's, that's super important to me. It was important to my parents. It was important to me. It will be very important that my grandchildren do too mm-hmm. when they come around. So if I'm thinking, all right, this is uh, whatever, 30, 40, 50 years down the line, Trish and I are, you know, circling the drain. I want to make sure my grandkids have the funding to get a very good education. That's important to me sure. more than leaving behind money for my kids. Cause I, I agree they should be able to live on their own and we're giving them a good education. So there's no reason they shouldn't be able to provide themselves. Yeah. I want to know whose team you'd be on in this case, because you have by happenstance, you die and you still have a bunch of money. It goes to them. Right. But let's say you actually make these active plans to open an account that is just for them. So the way Trish and I are living, we won't, we won't actively live out the backside of our lives to save money for our children. Good. No, Good. I mean, there'll be funds for our grandchildren. Yeah. But those kids are getting an education right now. They had a, listen, they had a pretty spoiled ass life already. Yes. I'm not, they have. I'm not about to spoil them as adults. That's they, they got to get working. I agree with you. During that commercial, Cat's sitting here with her headphones on. She's got this beanie on that has hashtag Tokyo on it for whatever reason. And during that, she's like, Sky Rizzy! <laughs> like, what is your problem? I did not do a you rap are, horn. You did, you went, Sky Rizzy! And I'm like, wait, what? Because uh, to be super honest, when, when the commercials are playing, we're working towards what we're going to do next. So rarely do we listen to the songs or the commercials <laughs> And Kat's got both headphones on. I'm just kind of working on something to the side. She's like, Scott Rizzi! <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing here? I don't even, what, what is it for? Do you even, is it? I wasn't listening. Is it? It's not an STD medicine, oh, is it? It was like something about like kids could take it. I heard that part. Okay. Uh, well, so listen, if you're on Scott Rizzi, Kat is your biggest friend right now. 
Good morning and welcome in. I'm JJ. She's off the rails. Now you're going to say it every time you hear Sky Rizzo. You're looking for that endorsement, aren't you? <laughs> Tell them Cat hey, sent you for Sky Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. All right. Here we go. She had to sit there and think about all the men that she has kissed on screen, and she managed to do it. Matthew McConaughey, yes. Edward Norton, oh. Adam Sandler, Hugh Grant, Ben Stiller. Oh, my God. You're living my diary is what um, you're living. Dear diary. I, Luke Wilson. Oh, God. Who else? It's a weird thing to kiss someone in, like, this more professional setting. Mm-hmm. So you it's never, probably like... not as sexy as you would think. Yeah, right. So... That was just on screen, by the way. She lived a She's crazy been life. Like Twenty times too, right? She didn't include Tom Green. I wouldn't either. But that was her a, husband. He kissed a moose's bum. They were married. Yeah, for a long crazy? time. Yeah. Um, not a long time, like three years. But I want to know your lip count. Uh, Macy had already texted in. My kiss count is at fifteen. Don't judge. I'm oh, not I would judging. Say that's really low. I can I guess yours? Uh, yeah, you go, go ahead. I did. I did no, no, I'm closer probably to 20. <laughs> no, I so I, no, I did the math because I knew you were going to talk about this. No, I did the math. So I, I would say I was probably at, you know, like I didn't, I had like <gasps> one, two, maybe like three real high school girlfriends. Mm-hmm. But listen, here's what I was good for. The really drunk girl at a college party. Yeah. I, I just kind of would sidle up and join the conversation and it got to that point, like there was a, I don't know, like a year stretch, probably my sophomore year in college, where it seemed like just kissing a stranger wasn't that big of a deal. It really, it, was, uh, it really, it, it's it kind wasn't. It's fun I, to have that connection listen, if, if you're safe about it. I was somebody that a good looking girl at a party would look at and go, yeah. for sure not a relationship with this guy. I don't want to see my friends know that I'm dating this guy, but kissing him, probably not that big of a deal. Yeah. I got a lot of that. I am, you know, I'm under you. No, shut which up. Is you haven't kissed 20 impossible. men? It's impossible. Do you include all ladies? I have only kissed one girl, and it wasn't like tongue or anything like that. I'm not at like senior frogs or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a Mwah. That's but, it? You, yeah. you, you never That's made out fun. with another girl? No, I've never made out with a another girl Would Derek ever. be okay with that if it happened in Mexico this year? Well, it's cheating. It's cheating. Make it, I don't think that's cheating. It is cheating if, if listen, you make out with somebody else. If you've been day drinking by the pool in Mexico all day and there's another hot girl from like Canada, she's there, and you guys are, ah, let's just try and make out and see what happens. That's not cheating. Especially if your husband's if right you there. you look over and Trisha's going ham on somebody's face, like a female, you'd be like. No, that's not cheating. But you'd be okay with it? Yeah, I mean, it's, she's not going home with them. I don't know. I don't think I would have a problem if my wife I'm made not out with really another there woman. In my that hat is going to kill world. your chances, by the way. Why? It's a cute beanie. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, what's your count? All right. So you you're at what? I am at. I'm going to say sixteen. Yeah, I did 16. the math last night. I was at about twenty. So I only kissed three boys in high, four boys in high school. On the mouth? And I was dating one guy the whole time. <laughs> How horrible is that? One guy in middle school. So now we're at five. And then Colin and Jackson, and you know, the firefighter. That wasn't really kissing. Hi, Brooklyn. Hi. How are you? Hi. 
I am good. How are you? Great. Thanks for asking. We were talking this morning about uh, Drew Barrymore, who was able to rattle off like all these people she's on screen kissed, and her uh, her lip count is really high. Cat, I don't believe her. Uh, you had to. Work I don't with, believe you. you had, no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I didn't have relationships with these people, and most of them look the other way when they see me on campus in the next couple of days. But I was a good, like, hey, I got nobody to kiss right now, and it's kind of make out time at the end of a party in college kind of thing. I was yeah. good for that, but nobody wanted to date me because they knew I was poor and I was an idiot. So, so Brooklyn, him judging you by your name, thinking that you would be someone that would be over 20. Oh, I thought you were in the 80s or 90s, yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, what the heck? I know. He's so judgmental. But guess what? We have people in the hundreds texting in. So, How, how many for you, Brooklyn? Wow. Sorry? How many for you? Um, I actually recounted. I initially said 16, but I think I'm at 18. All okay. Right. And then you had six <laughs> girls, 10 guys. So now is it eight girls, 10 guys, or 12 boys? No, it's still six girls. Okay. Who's six a better kisser, guys. the boys or the girls? Girls. Yep. Girls know what to <laughs> do. <laughs> now, is that your is that your preference in your relationships, or were you just a wild child? Either or. All right. um, all around. You know, I've been blessed with really great kissers in my life, and they just know what to do. So when you get a bad one, you remember them, right? Like there was a, someone was showing, replaying um, Big Ed, or is it Little Ed from 90 Day Fiance? Oh, yeah, Big Ed. And his kiss. Oh, God. And, and you forget that there are bad kissers out there. There are guys that never learned how to kiss. And that's why I think you should kiss people. It's okay to kiss people because how do you get better, right? Yeah. Most of these people were my friends, are still my friends. Yeah. Just a little friendship kiss every now and again. Wait, wait, a friend. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like this guy was your friend and you just made out with him for a quick second and then that was it and he didn't have feelings? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, hey, either of you guys ever had somebody kiss you? And it was so shocking that you had to pull away and stare at them for a second. Shocking, like, so good. I had a girl bite, bite my lips so hard yeah. that it I had to pull hot. back and I went, oh. And I didn't, I didn't know. Like, I was, a, I was scared. <laughs> I didn't know what was next. Like, I wasn't ready for that. I, the same thing, but with a guy. And it freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, he did a little nibble on your lip. But it was, was like, like, did it draw blood? It was really harsh. Oh, It it's bruised a, my lip. It didn't draw blood, but it bruised. It's an aggressive move, man. I mean, you you have to be very, very positive that the next step is a sure thing. Otherwise, the biting of the lip in a serious, serious manner, it it could be detrimental. Brooklyn, I want you to, like, uh, agree with me or disagree with me, but I'm sure you'll agree with me. We use our show as a platform, almost a PSA to help men out there. (laughs) Don't kiss with your mouth open the whole time. Women don't like it, right? Don't just wiggle your tongue around. It's very weird. You got to go open and close and open. Sensual, touch the back of the neck. You know what I mean, like yeah, stuff like that. And close your eyes. Close your eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> Think. Oh, I had one guy, and I remember open, <laughs> opening my eyes just slightly, you know, because I thought we were like about done. But he was like all bug eyed. That was. <laughs> That was alarming, but thank you for agreeing. I think we've changed some lives today. Before we let you go, Brooklyn, since you have um, uh, plenty of experience on both the male and female side, if it came down to for a million dollars, you had to make out with one of us, either Kat or myself, for 30 seconds, and it had to be for your... Jeez. I didn't even get the question out. My God. This is just... Brooklyn is amazing. See, listen, Brooklyn, you're welcome on the show anytime if you change your mind, all right? Well, you're in a newer development, but have you developed any dislikes of your neighborhood yet?
I have just one problem, and I forget what time of the year it happens, so therefore I can't prepare myself. I always forget. I guess I could shoot a text to my old neighbor who bought the farm just a couple of miles down, but we're downwind from turkey manure spreading day. Ah, turkey manure. Two years ago, I remember picking Liam up, and I walk outside, and I doubled over, and I threw up in our grass, and it was so strong. Well, it's and always going to be in the spring because you want your windows yeah. open, and that's when fertilization happens. So I yeah, just need a heads up because well, it's, it's going to happen awful. in the spring. I understand, right? but spring is a span of time. I would so say I between the middle of April and the middle of May. Yeah, I got to get the turkey poop. I got to send a good text, but I feel like this is just poor planning. Somebody should have been given the heads up and maybe found a different location. There's a recovery center and right across the street is now a place where they grow marijuana. It's only a block away and it is very potent. A slight breeze coming from the east. It it blows it right up the hill. This actually activates part of the brain that causes an urge. Yeah, no, no, imagine. Of course it does. You're on intervention and you say yes to the bald guy and you get on the plane and you land at night, you, they check you in, and the next day is the beginning of your new life, your treatment, your recovery, you're going to get clean, you're going to get your family back. Yeah. You walk outside to take that first breath of fresh air, and all you can smell is fresh weed. <laughs> you're like, thanks, Jeff Van Vondren. <laughs> what the heck is going on? So I just feel like obviously that would be terrible. I used to go to a gym that was straight downwind from KFC. Oh, yeah. And, and they would pro- anytime somebody would come in. Gust of wind, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, it was it was so distracting to be two thirds through the, your workout. You got little to no energy left, and and you leave, and all you want to do is hit that drive through, get a whole bucket for yourself, and eat it before you see your family at home, and then go. Oh, I guess I'm not really that hungry. That's so specific. Oh my god, it happened every day. I'd look at it and go, "Don't turn right, don't turn right." Yeah. Um, I would love to know from realtors. I have a question: If you have a house that you're trying to sell by the train tracks. Can they leverage a little bit more? Because that would be awful. We have two houses right before you uh, cross into Clear Lake on the other side of 10. And I don't know how they live. I don't know how you live like that because at all hours of the night, the sound of the tracks, I live a mile from there, a mile and a half, and I hear it quite well. I stayed on the dime at a hotel room in Chicago once, right next to the L, because I got it for $49 a night. Yeah. And that train runs all the yes. time. I would think if you had, it's just like if you have an ocean view, you pay more for it. If you have a, a view of a, an interstate or if it's like right there, can you leverage? What if you're right under a flight path? Those homes, yeah. go, you, it's, you, those homes got to be almost impossible to sell. Yes, I would assume so. So... Where do you live and what bothers you by where you live? Maybe it is. Maybe somebody does spread manure and you just cannot stand the smell, but they have to do it for their crops. Yeah, that's crappy. All right. So you were just in Florida. I want to know if you noticed the loofahs on the antenna. Did you see anybody driving around with loofahs on their antenna? No, I would think I would have noticed that. Like You're talking like a loofah you would see. Like the actual loofah sponge from the sea or the one that you buy at Target? For your body. Okay, yeah. like a uh, like a squishy. A, a, yes. Yeah. No, I didn't see any of those. So there is now a color-coded guide to what they mean. What do they mean? Okay. So. And it's really only going on at certain villages. So some states, they call their cities villages. Like if you go to Illinois, their cities are not cities. They're villages. Did you not know that? I didn't know that either. So. I spend a lot of time in Illinois. If you 
go to Florida, they do the same thing. And so you're not going to the city of um, well, Orlando, I think we'd constitute as a city, but like um, on the outskirts, it would be called a village. Like the suburbs are villages, not towns or cities. Correct. Weird. And so there's a guide to some of the friendliest villages around Florida and what these loofahs mean. And it's all about swapping with your partner. So if you're a white loofah, you're a novice, you're a beginner. So don't like bombard them with uh, like you want it. Come come back to our house. We're going to have so much fun. I need some clarity here. If you see any color loofah yeah. hanging from someone's car antenna, that means they have uh, a, a, a swapping relationship life. where they are swappers or swingers or something yeah. like that. So, okay. Purple. So, okay. You're a voyeur. You just want to watch. You just want to watch. It go down. Pink. That's called a soft swap. And this is where people like to hang out in the room while it's being done. And then sometimes hop in like a tag me, (laughs) tag me in blue is the lowest level of swap, I guess. So these are people that play well. They don't cause drama, which is good. I'd be looking for a blue loofah the whole time, probably a blue or a white. Um, I would probably have a purple on my car because I don't want to take part. I would just watch. uh, Wait, really? Yellow mid-level. Okay. So this is like they want to have fun, but they're still nervous. Black is a full swap, man. So this is where they're like, to hell with it. Let's let it all go. And then blue is everybody is invited. Anybody and everybody that wants to get freaky in our Florida village, you come on over. But you know what? What's uh, what they have to fix is teal and blue look pretty similar. Oh, they're confusing. And that's lowest level. And the highest levels. I would <laughs> I would mix those up if I were them. <laughs> Suburb outside of Scottsdale, Arizona is in danger of using up its water, like all of it. Rio Verde Foothills has had its water supply shut off since January 1st after the city of Scottsdale stopped selling water to them because they were using too much of it. They weren't uh, adhering to the drought they were watering conditions. their lawns and everything. You're not doing the otter even. So now around 600 homes, they have to buy their own water individually. You have to call the city of Scottsdale and say, hey, ding, 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 send me water you and I'll pay for no, it. And, and I can tell you this. I understand it a little bit. Like I said, there will be about uh, three weeks that I start getting our cabin ready yeah. that the water isn't turned on yet. And you don't realize how much water you use. So I will bring a couple of five-gallon buckets, yeah. and I'll leave it there for flushing, for washing, for, for every. You can't imagine how much more water you actually use. I know. It's when your water might get shut off at your house for some weird reason, or your uh, like uh, lights go out because they're doing work on it, and you don't know how many times you go to flip the switch. You're like, what's going on? Take it for granted. All right, so this guy in Washington State, he's been caught, thankfully, but this is very scary. This woman is just, she's a barista, she's handing him his order and he just grabs her through the drive through window. This is a woman at the coffee stand across the street terrified. She's like, this could have been us. She's obviously exchanging money, giving him back his change for his drink and then trying to grab at her. It's absolutely terrifying, scary. We are equipped with a lot of cameras for that reason, for safety. We have pepper spray in the shops. We have a panic button. They're going to end up ruining it for all of us. drive throughs they're not, no one's going to want to work these anymore if you're well, going to get accosted like this. I think we're just we're so thankful that all the people that do things like that are super stupid because he had a huge Chevrolet tattoo on his forearm. 
And so they they busted him. Somebody like contacted the police department right away, and they're like, "Listen, I know this guy. You know, should be having a field day with this." Is Ford social media people? No doubt, they should be getting right after this. Free coffee for everybody. Just show us your Ford tattoo. Yeah. Let's get you a jump start on this. You're going to play for $100. Thanks to our friends at Sylvan Learning Center. And the game is pretty straightforward. Cat will ask you a question. There's no time to Google the right answer. You'll only have five seconds to give it to us. Do so, you move on to the second question and the third. Now, we understand you may find a hiccup or you may just not know the right answer. If so, say Lifeline, and we'll turn to a song from the year you chose, 2000. Any questions? Nope, I think it's pretty straightforward. Okay, let's get you that money then, Beth. First question is going to be your easiest Answer it quickly because there is no time to Google. Let's do a scenario. Let's say you're in court and maybe the prosecutor doesn't agree with what you're saying. They say, I object. There you go. That is correct. That's exactly right. You're right. You're totally right. All right. It comes question number two, Beth. On your way to $100 and there is no time to Google. Aside from JJ, which land animal can open its mouth the widest? (laughs) Hippopotamus. There you go. That is correct. You're exactly right. You're right. You're totally right. You guys having fun here? Okay. Yeah. Uh, third question. This one's for 100 bucks, and you still got your lifeline. Good luck, Beth. There's no time to Google. Which dessert, and it's my favorite, has a custard base and a burnt caramelized top? Creme brulee. Creme brulee is... Did you just win $100? Yeah. She's buying a house. We're yeah. buying her a house. Forget about the market being up 100%. Beth, congratulations. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.